spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This episode is sponsored by F1 TV Pro. The F1 season is starting up again and there are so many races on the horizon. So many tracks all over the world, so many podiums to try and secure, so much impending anxiety for my beloved Ferrari. We're going to win it this year, right guys? And with F1 TV Pro, you'll never miss a moment. It's completely ad-free and includes live feeds of every practice and qualifying session, F1 sprint events, Grand Prix, and exclusive behind-the-scenes content with driver onboard cameras, team radios and in-depth data. Even better, this year you can completely customise your race weekend around your schedule. With the new mobile-friendly design, you can get all the race action wherever you are in the world and across multiple devices. Whether you're watching on the go, settling in with popcorn to watch live, or you're looking for some more deep-dive content to keep you up to date through the week, F1 TV Pro has got you covered. Sign up today to F1 TV Pro for an unmissable 2024 season. everybody and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy, a dancing Tommy today. That's that's new. Usually you just wave, but you're yep. dancing. You've just come back from holiday, so I feel like you're a bit rejuvenated. You're ready for some Grand Prix action, which I have actually read. I haven't fact-checked it, that we've got 10 races in the next 14 weeks. Yeah. That is a lot of races, uh, a lot of Red Bull victories, and a lot of Dutch national anthems. Wow. Okay. Well, hype, hype, <laughs> hype, hype coming from Tom Bellingham off his holiday. But of course, today we are getting into our predictions for Zandvoort, uh, which is very exciting. I'm actually buzzing, Tommy, because we're going to be out there, aren't we? We're li- we're kitted out with the old Tommy Hilfiger apparel. We're looking suave. You're looking suaver, aren't <laughs> you? Best. Yeah, we've got you really got the, got the gear and uh, and I have no absolutely idea. no idea. Exactly. But so we're going to Zambor. We're very excited. We'll keep you up to date on everything that is going on over there. Don't you worry. No content will be missing from our beautiful podcast. Right, let's get into biggest good surprise. I have gone for George Russell. Yeah, I feel like there's been a bit of slander about George Russell's performances, mainly coming out of the mouth of Tom Bellingham recently. (laughs) And he had a very good 2022 Dutch Grand Prix, finished only four seconds off Max Verstappen at the end of the race. And I feel like this could be the bounce back race for Mr. Russell. I say bounce back like he's been horrendous. He hasn't been horrendous. No, by no stretch has he been horrendous. He hasn't been as good as Hamilton, I will admit that. But I feel like a better race will be ahead of George Russell this weekend. Interesting. Yeah, four four seconds off the lead last year. I mean, that's practically a victory now. So 
finishing four well, seconds by Verstappen. <laughs> He's not getting 25 points for that. But in our hearts, is that what you're saying? In, in, in our P2 hearts. with Matt and Tommy, which was... We, if, you... <laughs> if it gets to the end of the year and Max has won every race, we will generally consider it for next year. Yep. No, it's fine. Formula One's interesting, <laughs> right, Tommy? Yes. Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited for it to be back, uh, to be honest. It is going to be good. Uh, it's weird, a... isn't it? Because as well, like, we've had uploads going out, but we were very sort of, I would say, prepared. You know, we, mm. we filmed in a block well, because, of course, you went on life. holiday. I, I've missed this. so I've missed talking to you, hearing your terrible opinions hearing my mine waffle. coming out of my mouth as i make them up on the spot like it's just it's something i've missed and i've missed all of you wonderful listeners as well so thank you for coming back as i say lots of grand prix coming your way and uh now tommy let's hear your biggest good surprise so my biggest good surprise is alfa romeo uh, i've gone for a team which you know regret it yeah which you know i regret it when uh Joe Guanyu will win the race yeah and <laughs> but finished last <laughs> Exactly, but um, no, I just feel like Alfa Romeo, they had that good Hungarian Grand Prix and feel like they might deliver something again, uh, this time hopefully actually in the race as well rather than just just qualifying. Um, so yeah, I think Alfa will hopefully be, be good around there, but um, that midfield pack is extremely close. So I know you, who you're going to be cheering for uh, when we're seeing the cars blast past because you don't need to cheer for Max anymore. It's Joguan Yu and Valtteri Bottas. I've got my Alfa Romeo cape ready. I've, wow, I've yet to see that. Look forward to <laughs> seeing that whipped out. Right, biggest flop now. Now, this was difficult for me, purely because since we last did predictions, we filmed with two Formula One drivers. Oh, yeah. So I didn't know which be? one to pick <laughs> as to who gets the curse. Now, I have gone for Oscar Piastri, because we filmed, well, I filmed, Tommy was on holiday, but I filmed with Daniel Ricciardo today. And I I am so full of love right now for Daniel Ricciardo that I can't possibly put him as biggest flop. If it happens, I am so sorry. But I'm going to go with Oscar Piastri instead because, you know, it's been a few weeks now. I don't feel as bad. But of course, if the curse is real, one of them is going to have a terrible Grand Prix uh, for Zamfort. So not looking forward to that because they're both wonderful people. Uh, but yes, I've gone for Piastri. Interesting. I nearly went for one of, uh, yeah, I nearly went for Piastri for the very same logic. And also as well, McLaren, I don't think is going to be very good this weekend. It's it's not a track that I don't, I don't think suits their car, it's especially weird. that yeah. middle and last sector. I don't know. It just seems a little bit too slow. Which is strange because you feel like Zandvoort, oh, it's really quick, but actually it's not. There are quite a lot of mm. slowish corners there that uh, I think McLaren may be might not be as well suited uh, as we think. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, biggest flop. Uh, I've not gone for Oscar Piastri. I've gone for Pierre Gasly. And that is just based off random vibes. That I think Alpine won't be very good. And I had to pick one of them. So I went for Gasly. Wow. Nothing more uh, so, than that. I mean, we haven't interviewed Ocon recently. So uh, there's no curse to be thrown at him um, no. for, for, for Poirot Esteban. But Pierre or the Gasly, curse okay. of Gasly doing really well because my biggest slot normally uh, actually has quite a good race so there we Gasly, go. here we go on the podium love to see it pole position now i've gone for max verstappen <laughs> yes you can't I need me points mine. i need points he, there is no one else that is getting pole position i've looked at the weather forecast it looks rather sunny not too hot 
but but rather sunny. There's there's nothing on the horizon that I think. Well, why do we talk? Why do we always say, oh, it might rain, so it's unpredictable? No, that just means Max is on pot. If anything, dry qualifyings are actually a lot closer this year than wet qualifyings. But I still think Max Verstappen will have the edge uh, this weekend. It's his home race. He's gonna. He's he not doesn't need it, but he's gonna have an extra few tenths because it's the home race bonus. He is so good at Zandvoort, isn't he? Um, yeah, absolutely dominated there for the last two years and now arguably has uh, a better car than he ever has uh, in his Formula One career as well. So goodness knows how uh, how good he could be unless they ban that DRS like that rumour, but we've not heard yet. Um, and based on that, I've also gone for Max Verstappen because... How can you bet against Max Verstappen for pole at Zandvoort? Because, like I say, he's just... That that circuit is on the calendar for him. And <laughs> it really is. It is built and for him. He's driven, he'll have driven so many laps in his career, knows it uh, incredibly well. It's a very Max Verstappen circuit as well, like fast-flowing, you know, the banked corners, and he's just unbelievable around there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, pole position for Max Verstappen. Fast, but not too fast, Tommy. We've just said that the McLarens won't be suited round here. So is it a fast flowing circuit or is it a fast with slow corners flowing circuit? How do you <laughs> flowing circuit? <laughs> there's not there's not I guess I guess I mean like there's not like too many there's not a lot of clumsy corners. Is there? So when you when you say that, I mean I did a one hundred percent race around Zandvoort uh, on Twitch uh, on Sunday just gone. And I, I think Zandvoort is quite a clumsy circuit in some really? ways. Like you've got, you've got turn one, which is fine. Then you've got turn two into three, which I think is a little bit, you know, onto the banking. It's, it's always, it's not the most smooth. It's not the smoothest entry in there because you've got a clunky little, little ninety degree ish right hander. Then you've got that sort of last few corners before the, well, in the last sector, you've got that horrible little right and then long left before you then get onto the final right and onto the back straight. I'm not, and then you've got a, a couple of corners before that, and and it, I don't like it, Tommy. I think it's just purely because I don't have the skill. But th there's a few corners that you have to wait and be quite patient on as well. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't put it down as flowing. I look. I maybe, thought I maybe, disagreed maybe straight this out is, the blocks. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe Summer this is me. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> yeah, when we used to play i racing and uh, back in the day when I used to play it in. Uh, COVID times when we used to do a bit of eye racing together with the F3 cars. It was good around that, but maybe Formula One cars are a bit too quick and too wide. And yeah, maybe maybe it's not quite as flowy in an F1. But either way, I'm not denying that it is a Max Verstappen track. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. I think every track on the calendar is a Max Verstappen <laughs> track at the moment. So, uh, so yes, uh, I totally agree. Let's move to our top three. In third place, I have gone for Lewis Hamilton. I am fully backing the fact that Mercedes, and this is not because we are sponsored by Tommy Hilfiger this weekend, <laughs> I promise. This is purely off of facts of last year and how good Mercedes were um, around Zandvoort. I think it will be a similar trend going into uh, this year as well. Let's not forget, Hamilton was on pole in Hungary. Uh, it's not too dissimilar in terms of, I, I find that there's a few technical parts of, of, uh, of Zandvoort and there is in Hungary as well. And... I'm not saying they're, they're, they're completely similar tracks, but I don't know. I just feel like Mercedes are going to be good this weekend. So do I. P3 oh, have gone no. for Lewis Hamilton. 
<laughs> Genuinely as well. I, as soon as you said that this year, I was like, ah, oh, we're, we, we're back and we're going to disagree finally, aren't they? We've picked the same. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's not the same top three. Um, we shall see. But yeah, I've gone for Lewis Hamilton because, you know, you said George Russell, biggest good surprise, but I think Hamilton's been the bet better in the races and, and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll find out. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? As we go to second place, George Russell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a Mercedes 2-3. Russell has a good race, beats Hamilton. Not by much, a few seconds. And uh, Mercedes are very happy, picking up a lot more points. That's what I see in my mind's eye. Mm, interesting. For P2, I've gone for Lando Norris after saying the whole podcast that McLaren won't be as good as they normally are. But my... I know you're tired, Tommy, but please, tell oh. me more. Um, well, it's not too dissimilar for what you said about similar characteristics to Hungary in a weird way. And I looked at Hungary, I remember thinking on paper, McLaren going to be absolutely awful around there, and then Lando Norris nearly stuck it on pole. So um, I think Lando Norris could have a... Still a good race, and you know he's very good at qualifying and putting that car in a good position. And uh, if he does that, Zandvoort is very, 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 very difficult to overtake at. So um, could be in for a good race. That's my logic there. No, I mean fair, fair play because uh, McLaren. I think we were saying, weren't we, after Hungary, they're here to stay, and mm. why? Why not? Uh, let's go to first place then. Finally. It is, of course, Max Verstappen who takes the win. It has to be. Tommy's there. He's going to wave it in my face. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to gloat, is what I meant to say by that. Uh, And (laughs) Ferrari is going to be nowhere. So um, that's that's that, isn't it, really? Max Verstappen, P1, congratulations. I hope you're really happy. Yeah. Uh, for P1, I've gone for Max Verstappen as well. Uh, he's obviously, if he does this, he'll have matched Sebastian Vettel's nine wins in a row. Which part? There was part of me that was like, oh, you know, he'll match that record. It would be sod's law that you know he would fail at something would go wrong then. Um, but he's just so good at Zambor. I think it would it would have to be some kind of failure to stop him because. Uh, he's just so good at that track and he just gets in the zone there and just says, see you later. Um, you know, gets it on pole and goes off Harry Potter meme. Goodbye on the train. Uh, interesting, though, that neither of us have gone for Sergio Perez in, in the top three, despite saying no. this is going to win. Uh, and yeah, I, 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 d- I just vision Sergio maybe struggling uh, again, it maybe in qualifying, and then if he does... It's a very difficult circuit to get work your way through the pack. I agree because it's a it's a short track, so he has to be on it. He has to be within a few tenths of Verstappen. Otherwise, as we've seen in qualifying, Verstappen only has a few tenths, or not even that. He's you know not not had pole at Hungary as we mentioned. And if Perez is just a little bit behind, which we all expect him to be, then he may well be fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh on the grid. And then we've discussed just how difficult it is to overtake at Zandvoort and. Perez will go on to his 943rd recovery drive of the year. 
Uh, but driver it'll be a of the day one. for it. <laughs> yeah, mate, he is farming those driver of the day awards and sure uh, fair is. play to him. Maybe he's got something in his contract. Every time he wins driver of the day, he gets, oh, gets a cash bonus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I know that I am constantly looking for F1 news, stalking Daniel Ricciardo's Twitter, looking for any clues that Ferrari's car is going to be better this season. We need all the help we can get. But if you're struggling to find that special something to spend your time on or have anxieties about not spending your time wisely, then therapy can be a great way to clarify what matters most to you. You can start with BetterHelp, the therapy service that prioritizes your time. You can book sessions around your schedule and with open conversations with your chosen therapist, you can decide how long or short you need your sessions to be. Finding what values are closest to you by starting on your own time and your own terms. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash p1pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash p1pod. Okay, we now move to our one crazy prediction. I've gone for no safety cars. Now, I think that's quite crazy around a place like Zandvoort, where if you have one beached car in a quite narrow circuit, it's going to be a safety car. So I've gone for none of them. <laughs> this is oh, such... no. <laughs> no. Well, I thought you were oh, going to go for the, the same thing. I thought you were going to when you announced that, but I've gone for, yeah, we, we've gone for some very... Uh... We've not had the, our usual delusion after the summer break where we come in and we go, you know what? Alonso's winning, Joe Gwen you second, and uh, Latifi's going to make a comeback and finish that. We've had a, we've had a summer break of realisation where we're just laying in a dark room <laughs> and the, the stuff is going to win everything. Yeah, um, because my crazy prediction, um, if mine comes true as well, it's going to be an absolute banger because I've gone for every car is classified, uh, no DNFs. We promise that you should tune into both the Formula One race and also the P1 content. It's going to be great. Exactly. Well, just well, we're going to be there having a great time. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna make it a good race. Yeah. Look, we've got this far into the season, and all of you are still here, so um, that's good. And just we will think continue. how good it's going to be if you, for some reason, enjoy our content now for some yeah. reason <laughs> when, yeah. when, when we, we do have that race where Alonso wins Joe Guan Yu second and Latifi third it's going to be amazing can you imagine the scenes uh, to be fair though when we go for very safe predictions sometimes we get an interesting result so let's see what we are anti-cooking 
at the moment. <laughs> uh, now, before we go, we've got three crazy predictions from you wonderful lot. Uh, we're going to do this every race. So be sure to reply to the graphic that we post on our Twitter or Instagram, Matt P1 Tommy. The first one comes in from Andy Fleet 22 Piastri to get his first proper podium. Okay. Mm. I mean, he'll be happy with that so that he doesn't have to constantly flaunt a plaque that he got from the sprint race and it's saying second on it because I feel like he was, um, I wouldn't say milked. No, yeah, he was reasonably milked for that that particular thing. And I, and I think that even he deep down was like, it's not really a podium though, is it? Like it's we we went didn't we to uh, yeah. the McLaren Technology Centre and we interviewed him and it's an incredible achievement. Um, obviously, it's no mean feat to to finish second uh, in a miniature <laughs> miniature race. But when you it, there was the trophy, I think it was maybe next to Lando's trophy uh, from I want to say the Hungarian Grand Prix. Yes, and then was, he had yeah. his, and his just looked like a kind of Pokemon card on display, didn't it? <laughs> it's funny actually just very quickly before we get into the last two and also um say goodbye uh we, we mentioned about the sprint race stuff crofty came up with something over the summer break which uh, i just wanted to share my thoughts on and i wanted to hear yours as well tommy around having a separate sprint championship now i for me i could not categorically disagree with this more at all that like, I think having a separate sprint championship would be the most pointless thing in the world. Like, can you imagine if Max Verstappen wins the world title, but Charles Leclerc is the sprint champion of the world? What is that actually going to mean? It's going to mean about as much as the, like, Driver crypto of the overtake award or the teams getting fastest pit stop or something, which is kind of an exciting thing to a point, but not, yeah, it's not amazing is it no i don't i don't think was he talking about as well it being a completely on a friday as well he was saying all of so it would it would not even count towards the main points or i don't i didn't go into you know, that much i just saw a clip and i just wanted mm, to cover that bit off because i was no, just like i don't know I, I don't want a sprint championship please no it seems a bit i mean they have things like that in IndyCar, I think, where they're like, oh, you are the best on ovals, and you, and no one actually really cares that much. It's about no. the champion or the Indy 500 winner, isn't I mean, it? I love so. it as well. In, in Indy, it's like even the Indy, five, uh, in, the Indy champion is regarded in <laughs> less, less than yeah, the exactly. Indy 500 winner. So weird. So, um, yeah, just wanted to cover that because it just came into my mind. Uh, the second crazy prediction comes in from Lewis Pig 7 Daniel will get points. These two predictions I would don't love know that to see you've that. just interviewed both of them. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know, there is a curse, potentially, quite possibly, uh, of any time we interview a driver. So, fingers crossed. I want Piastri and Daniel to have the greatest race ever, and then we're in the clear. Yes, um, needs to happen. But, uh, I don't hold out too much hope. If Daniel gets points, that is an unbelievable achievement. And finally, Sem F1. Lewis Hamilton will get his second pole position of the season. That's not out of the realms of possibility either. I know I've backed Russell, but Hamilton, he did it in Hungary. He could definitely do it in Zandvoort as well, but I can't see past Max Verstappen for this one. But I'm not going to say that that's, that's impossible. No, it's not It's not crazy. It's not absolutely wild, is it? But <laughs> it's I'm not very crazy. Curious. Our final crazy prediction <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I'm very curious to see if this, this banning of DRS is actually true or not 
Was it supposed um, to happen for this weekend or just I'm not in actually, general? I'm not actually sure. Um, I thought they, it was, they were going to do it for the second half of the season potentially and you thought we may have heard it by now? I'm not sure. Um, uh, how do we uh, hinder Red Bull but in a way that, you know, cause yeah. do you, th- you do wonder like banning DRS in qualifying, uh, look, Red Bull it, doing it, a great it job. Is... is there any other reason to ban DRS in qualifying <laughs> than to hinder Red Bull? I can't see one. It screams. Do you remember? I want to. Was it 2020 when they banned party mode that Mercedes had, and they were like, "Oh!" And then Mercedes ended up locking out the front row immediately. Anyway, um, it is very much uh, scrambling for any kind of hope. But I think, like you said in one of our other videos that we've done over the summer break, that you know, qualifying is not where they have a problem. It, Max has started from the back and still finished near the front or at the front or one. So. Um, qualifying is not the the thing that matters too much though anyway they don't really tend to set up for it maybe just ban drs on the red bull full stop just remove the rear wing mm. remove the rear wing the, the i'm onto something there and then <laughs> do terrible everywhere else <laughs> i'm not sure they'll do too well anywhere with no rear wing no. but um but yeah maybe monza that's just williams vibes isn't it really um so that is about it that is our predictions uh, for the Dutch Grand Prix. Let us know yours on social media. Thank you to Andy Lewis and Sem F1 for getting involved in the crazy predictions. Uh, we are flying out. In fact, we are f- we are recording this before we fly out. We're flying out tomorrow, but we'll be flown out by the time this goes out. So that's confusing. Tommy, what's your final thoughts? Looking forward to to getting there and having a, a great time and to be back at Zambor because we, we went to the first one back, didn't we, in 2021. The atmosphere was unbelievable uh fans were uh, amazing it was insane to be in that in that crowd it did feel like the party atmosphere like it looks like on tv very much feels like that in the grandstand so yeah gonna be exciting i've just realized something that's made me slightly smug and of course we've partnered with the amazing tommy hill figure for the the whole weekend which means Mm. You can't walk around in Max merch. I absolutely, that, that's amazing. <laughs> this is what, oh. Oh, you've done it all along, haven't you? This is what you've done. <laughs> I was like, please, Tommy Hilfiger, please get involved. So Tommy can't wear the cape, please. <laughs> Although, oh, that being it. said, the, the cape hasn't been worn all year and look what it's, uh, look what we've ended up with. Look what you've done. Look what Grace has done. Right, that is it. Thank you, everybody. Lots of love. And we'll see you in Zanvort. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. P1 is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.